You are listening to Life Stories with me, Natalie Miller-Snell. Throughout this series, you'll hear honest conversations with inspiring people. And I am so super excited and so very grateful for my guests who have been incredibly candid about their journeys. So sit back and prepare to be inspired. Hello, everybody. I am super excited today since I have an artiste extraordinaire joining me. She is a community-driven commission artist, always pursuing collaborative art projects that bring people together. From live art sketching to creative art workshops or murals and scenic painting public art, she believes in accessible art. Oh, I think that is amazing. Please put your hands together for the absolutely fabulous Jenny Leonard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what an amazing intro. And oh. I, yeah, that was read off my website. And actually, yeah, absolutely. I never, it, I never had it read aloud to me before. So that, that does sound quite nice, actually, doesn't it? <laughs> is it good hearing it back? Because that's really interesting. When I talk to guests and just folk generally, even clients, we don't often reflect or hear the words back to ourselves. Yeah, does it sound different here? It's true. It, it does. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it does sound really different. Um, obviously, I wrote it myself, but um, I think that pretty much it still stands. I haven't changed that bio in a, in a good few years, but I think that pretty much sums up everything I'm doing. And yeah, pretty good. And sounds wonderful when you when you read it out loud. Oh, brilliant. Well, I was looking at your art as well, and it is fantastic i mean oh, really beautiful there's such a variety there and i'm really excited to explore it with you because <laughs> certainly what i've experienced over covid and i know you and i are going to touch on it how art and just that freedom to draw and express in a bit with a pen or with you know coloring pencils or whatever helps our well-being definitely and it's been an amazing year just to i think see that even more and certainly people i'm speaking to are doing that Mm, mm. I definitely think yeah throughout um, lockdown I think people are getting a bit more creative or are picking up more materials or just getting a pen and, and doodling and stuff which is great I really really support that I think it's so important for us to make stuff because we consume so much you know from the internet it's so easy to flick on your phone and just scroll 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 on and an hour's gone and you haven't really produced or made anything so I think it's really good to to get a pen and keep scribbling and I'm really old school I always still use pen pen and paper is just the simplest and most lovely way to express yourself you know you can never run out of ways to do that so yeah I definitely believe in that <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you do as well because it's personal exactly. to you exactly and I think people are a bit scared about the word art even you know people say oh, I'm not an artist or I'm not creative and I think even that word and the language around it can be a bit scary or, or drawing or I can't draw or can only draw a stick man so um I think we've got to sort of change that a little bit <laughs> well let, I, let's definitely explore that because we're going to have some fun with drawing during this program we're going to try yes. and jazz it up Jen had a great <laughs> idea so we should do that but let's talk a little little bit about you first so everybody knows who you are how did you get into art how did you know that you were you know good at it as well <laughs> how does that evolve what a question well I guess I've always been good at drawing ever since I was a kid and I was always making lego and making things out of cardboard boxes and I always loved to draw and I always said even from an early age I really I want to be an artist when I'm an, I'm an adult but you know no one ever really tells you how to be an artist and I think at school you're definitely and even at, at college and uni you're sort of under this impression that you've got to sell work at a gallery you've got to make work that people like and that are going to buy from a gallery and that just didn't fit where I was I didn't ever feel part of this gallery kind of crowd you know you go into a gallery you're not even sure if you get the work or if you know you've got to write out something that explains your work and I just I'm more community focused so um I do lots of collaborative projects and projects in schools or with companies and I, I like art for a purpose like I like being given a brief I like 
you know, making something that ultimately is going to satisfy a customer or a client. And I like being able to use that skill as a bit of a trade in that way, I suppose, as opposed to expressing everything about me. I'd much rather make something that is a, is a collaborative um, piece. But yeah, I've always wanted to do it ever since I was I was a kid. And it's certainly been a long a long journey to get there and lots of jobs along the way of course and I had to work along alongside doing art as a bit of a side hustle but now for the last um coming up five years I've been full-time freelance and it's been an absolute adventure as you can probably imagine but um but not no looking back and I've really enjoyed it <laughs> what's been I mean throughout that journey and obviously we'll talk a bit about COVID as well how that's impact an artist mm. when you're going out to draw things yeah, when you're yeah. you're not permitted or able to do that how's that journey been and have you transitioned from anything particular into larger scale or do you have a favorite perhaps I suppose like my favorite stuff really is to work on big walls I really love to do sort of public art commissions murals for locations so I did a, a, a big bunch of work with some libraries in South London where I've you know done all of the children's libraries with fairy tales and space scenes and jungle scenes and all that kind of vibrancy that I just think you know libraries are perfect we need more things to influence people to come into these public spaces and they've got they're great places for the community you know lots of workshops and great places for families to learn and unfortunately some of the buildings are a little bit boring and they're not that enticing to make people to come in so that was a great project that I did so that sort of work really um excites me um but obviously over COVID nothing's been in person and it's been way scaled back and I was really fortunate that I've managed to sort of change the business into more obviously a zoom focused like everyone but um drawing over zoom and, and creating a, a camera rig that can film just my hands and then yeah sort of live drawing with different meetings but I was already I was already doing that in, in person for conferences and meetings so it was a it's a bit of a shift in terms of tech and buying a decent webcam but not too much <laughs> of a big jump but uh but yeah it's been now it's so funny because you know I used to only be able to go out to you know one event a day and I'd be up and down the country on trains or in my car carrying big canvases and it would take quite a lot of physical work and now I'm just like oh I guess I could do this on paper now and be in America in the morning and then somewhere else at night and do you know a few gigs a day so it's it's been good in that way I've been so fortunate but um but yeah not without learning a lot on the way I guess that's the interesting thing isn't it sorry it's how we've all pivoted and changed and actually some of it's beneficial yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you didn't, I didn't think, think it was going to be that way to start with. I'm sure like most freelancers, you know, March time, well, actually February time I had one, one gig got cancelled and I thought, oh, that's a bit over the top cancelling <laughs> a conference, you know, oh, that, that's miles in advance. And then sure enough, you know, I had a whole email uh, inbox full of all these cancellations and lost all my work that I'd lined up for about three months in the, over the course of two weeks. And then I was like, Ah, um, yeah. what now? So there was a scary point, which I'm sure most freelancers found, particularly, you know, for actors and musicians, there isn't mm. really much of an alternative for those guys. But I think with artists, you can sort of, you can go digital, you know, it might, it might take a bit of shuffling around, but I think, you know, with workshops and stuff, I'm doing workshops online now as well. And there is space for that. So it, it only took sort of a bit of about a month. And I had a couple of clients that kept me on and we managed to change the brief a little bit and make it online. And that was that was the start of it, really. But yeah, it can be beneficial. And I, I don't think I'm the only one with that story, actually. I think there's lots of people. I don't know how you found it, but, you know, it's been a benefit in, in a horrible way. You know, you don't want to say it, but you're like, actually, I've done all right out of this. <laughs> I think it's enabled people to work in a different way, where before mm. that perception of working from home was very much where you do nothing. Mm, absolutely. Actually, you can achieve a great deal and you also have more time because you're not doing the commute. So I think particularly, yeah, freelancers, as you say, or folk that normally would have to travel to an event, 
the online platform, whilst there's nothing quite like being in someone's presence and feeling that natural energy and, you know, seeing the facial reactions in person. There's so much you can achieve online. I think it's, yeah, it's really, really good that you can yeah. marry the two. I think it's going yeah, to be the, yeah. the balance. Both would be a great mix right now because I think everyone is dead by Zoom and dead by computer <laughs> screens. But um, I want to see but people. A bit of a mix. Yeah, absolutely. Getting out and about to some bigger events and stuff would be a joy. I think we're all, we're all going to be bouncing off the walls as soon as we get out again. <laughs> absolutely. We're talking of like traveling and whatnot. You've got a few stories because I know you 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 well we spoke before we came um on air and we did we, we did this recording but you've got a story in about it for New York and from yeah, India yeah, and lots USA come yeah, on share well, I love, all. well I love a bit of travel and you know I've always seen like being able to draw and paint is a bit of a passport for adventure actually you can use it in in quite nice ways if you've got a bit of a skill and um I guess like yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of what, what to say first really well this was a couple of years ago just before covid um I got an inquiry through on my website that was like would you like to um come to India and, and draw at this wedding and I was wow. like this is a bit of a random request and I hadn't really been asked to, to travel that far before and then um you know asked a few more questions and before I know this was like two weeks before I was due to go and um they were sorting out my visas and were asking me get this injection and that injection and we're going to fly you out and the flights were booked it was from from an agency in New York and we went and they they put seven of us on this flight so me and a few other artists that I met Heathrow we were all a bit like what are we doing this is mad and then we ended up at this amazing Indian wedding in Mumbai and there were like 7,000 people each day and our task was to they were queuing up basically to meet the bride and groom and our job was to go around with our clipboards and draw draw the people in the queue just as a, a fun thing to entertain them whilst they were waiting and there was a couple of magicians with us a couple of dancers so it was a it was a real big adventure wow. we even had our own green room underneath this wedding it was like a massive festival it was absolutely unbelievable but I was just I just always say yes to things and sometimes that's sometimes that's a good thing but so, it definitely leads to a bit of a you know when you're like is this suddenly now happening I'm at this wedding and uh, yeah it was a it was a brilliant experience so yeah that was a good one that's absolutely amazing but just goes to show us what well, how randomly things can come to you absolutely and how would you say that came about is that because your presence online and seeing your you know yeah that's a really good question I mean for, for a lot of years you know when you're an artist you have to hustle you have to pick up the phone and call people and say this is what I do this is my services and I've been doing that since I was 16 years old going to like a local little gallery and saying can I have my work on your wall and stuff but I suppose the online presence has helped but I've been really fortunate I mean I've built my own website and lord knows how it's working but it seems to be working really <laughs> well now and so I do get quite a lot of agencies and inquiries so that was only yeah totally through the website and I guess if your presence is pretty good on social or you're you know you're connecting with lots of people it's, it's all about that isn't it relationships and stuff but um but I was fortunate and, you know, it could have been picked from a bunch of artists. And I think I was, you know, they probably did put their net out there to 20 odd people and were just like, who can go to India in two weeks? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll go in December. <laughs> so it was it was a great adventure. And I met lots of friends, you know, I'm still in contact with some of the artists that I met on that trip. So it was so good. But it was kind of funny because um, it was a really famous like wedding and, and just a day before Beyonce was there. And my mum was like, are you going to meet Beyonce <laughs> like are you no. going to be drawing? like no it's not quite like we are the tiniest of cogs in this machine of a wedding you know it's absolutely flamboyant and brilliant so um so yeah but wow. great to great to be part of it and see that you know you'd never I'd never have got the opportunity without you know being able to draw so it was a great adventure and also putting yourself out there and I think I've been having several conversations with folk recently about how we 
how we project ourselves into the world in order to get seen, to be, you know, to put our services out there. And it is about showing up. It's about every time being there, the presence online. And that's a great example just to demonstrate the benefit of doing it. Well, I think so. And also maybe just asking the right questions and being, being nice. Like it doesn't take a lot to be nice. And yeah. And you know, when people chat to you and the the agency were obviously at a point where they, they were scrambling around trying to find people quickly. And so we were just having a bit of a laugh on the phone and said, Oh God, this is an unusual thing to try and get, you know, they were an agency in New York flying people from England to India. So you know, just, just being nice and being human about it, I think really helps as well. And, you know, then that that helps you along the way doesn't it makes you memorable absolutely <laughs> and was there a story did you mention in New York with Whitney well or? yeah yeah I, I put that in I, I said that to you in an email didn't I because um well this was more just about my my point of view on things really or how people see see galleries so I went to visit a friend in New York about a year ago he was working out there and um you know he was saying you must go to the Whitney it's the most famous art gallery I feel quite bad now but it's not bad now but it's just it's an interesting situation because I'm so like community focused and I love seeing artwork out in the public and for everyone to engage with. I'd paid like $20 to get in the Whitney Museum. And then the, the day the day before I'd just be walking around Brooklyn and there's su- such fantastic street art out there. Like you wouldn't believe huge murals, huge walls, you know, walls that are just absolutely gigantic with the most incredible artwork on for everyone to see. You can walk around for blocks and blocks and blocks of this you know, creative colours and words and all the rest of it. And I paid $25 to get into the Whitney the next day. And, you know, I was walking around the rooms kind of like, well, where's the art? <laughs> we really went into this yeah. room and it had a load of blank canvases in. And it was just really interesting. I was just like, well, I, I know there's a space for that in the world and, and people, you know, like, love contemporary art and that sort of stuff, but where's all the vibrancy? And it's out there on the street. It's where people are doing it out there who can't, don't have the right pass to get into the gallery to have their own show. They're, they're just doing it and making really good work. So I'd put something on my on my Instagram, I think, at the time. And it, it went really, everyone was commenting on it and stuff. I was like, te- I, I just posted a picture of inside the Whitney and I was like, where's all the artwork gone? I'll tell you where it is, it's in Brooklyn on the street. Someone's stolen it all from this gallery and put wow. it out on the street in Brooklyn because it was just a just a funny sort of thing to that you're then paying money to go and see blank canvases and actually everything's on our doorstep and out there. It was just a funny That's funny thing that I come across really great take on it actually (laughs) no I enjoy that quite a lot what do you think of the likes of Banksy then as well and you know what goes on well yeah yeah I love all that stuff you know I love I love to see people being really creative and and you know making political commentary as well and being being clever and I think there's space for that and also you know it doesn't have to be grotesque tags of graffiti some public artwork is you know tremendous feats and stuff so I think and some of it's commissioned by councils and things so it's always got a place but um but yeah I'm involved with a, a company called Wild and Art that do sort of public sculpture trails that travel around the UK so I'm doing a few of those this year and they're really good kind of little three-month projects where they put 50 sculptures out on a street and then you go around with a map and find them all find them yeah together. I've seen yeah. that kind of thing but absolutely beautiful it's great to see with children as well yeah, and it's exciting really it's a change yeah. of yeah yeah getting local people out exploring their sort of environment and stuff I'm not sure where you're based are you down in Brighton no I'm just North London North oh London. are you North London yeah I was trying to think of what London trails they are but yeah they, they do a lot in different cities all, all across the UK really so yeah it's been fun one to be involved with I've done like 60 odd sculptures with them now so it's been been a good one that's been a good ticket to different uh, exciting adventures that's absolutely brilliant <laughs> I love that I really love that and in fact seeing some of the imagery on your website as well really I mean very 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 creative so Thank now you. we touched <laughs> on at the beginning uh, when we started recording the well-being aspect of drawing mm. and certainly I've experienced experienced it actually taking a pause 
writing how, well, first off journaling, writing how I'm feeling, but in that, then allowing myself to just be that bit more creative. Now, when I was in school, must be A-level, no, not A-levels, GCSEs or sort of around that kind of time, 15 perhaps. I did study art and I loved oh, it. <laughs> but it's interesting how you forget things mm-hmm. or you don't perceive yourself to be as good as the next person perhaps. So you then kind of switch off. But there is something magical about being creative and just allowing yourself. I think it was on one of your videos, just allowing your, the pencil to just go. Yeah, yeah, just just put a pen to paper paper. and allow it to travel. Yeah, and I I just think people are a bit scared of that. And I always sort of start off with, I've got some warm-up activities that I do, just like, let's just not worry about what we create. Because I think with with art, you know, in quotation marks, it's easy to say that you're bad at it. You know, very few people would say, oh, I'm really good at art. I mean, even even I struggle with that because it's sort of embarrassing if you think you can draw and stuff or you think you'd be able to make something look good. But if you... If you sort of let that that sort of end product be or wash from your mind, you can just enjoy the process of it, and maybe something nice will fall out of your pen. You know, sometimes you get a really nice line that's like, "Oh, that's actually really beautiful what I've created." So, I think and it's practice, isn't it? It's like with anything, you've got to do it. You've got to make it a habit. You've got to just squiggle around, or you know. It, I'm sure everyone's been on the phone before and then you've got the phone book near you and then you have a conversation, your whole, you know, used to be yellow pages that you'd scribble in or something, yeah. margin, and, you know, becomes just this mess of stuff and you've got this like spider web in the corner and a few swirls and stick man and an eye, you know, people often do. But I, yes, so it's yeah, I've done that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an eye with eyelashes and your doodle, like, yeah. you're definitely, there's some common things that people doodle, but it's interesting, but, um, but yeah, so I just well, really shall we do it? So Jen suggested rather brilliantly that we do something <laughs> on the podcast, which I think is an absolutely fantastic idea. So, folks, li- if you're listening and you're not yeah. by pen and paper, pause, <laughs> go and get some pen and paper, or listen to this and then come back and do it again later. But what do we need? Just a bit. Uh, just yeah. yeah, all my drawing workshops are just A4 paper. It can be the really the cheap stuff that you might put in your printer, uh, A4 blank paper and, and an ink pen. And I, I tend to use Sharpies and stuff, but you can use any any kind of ink pen, but steer maybe steer away from biros just because they're not um perhaps as as flowy for some of these uh oh okay. lines you want it to flow okay. well yeah I kind of think that sometimes with a bar you have to press a bit harder you're a bit more worried about getting the line right um gotcha. and I think if you've got a really nice ink pen you, you can be light and you can be scribbly and not worry too much about it so um so yeah so I'll maybe I'll just wander you through a couple of activities if Perfect. you're happy with that and that's yes. okay let's do it um, and you can you can talk along with how it how it's going along along the way with absolutely you. Um, not, you know I've never done these workshops audio for people to listen to before I'm normally on on zoom and people can see my hands and follow along but so basically but we'll we'll get the paper and we'll start off with a portrait way round, which is the long okay. way round. And we're going to travel. We're going to make a series of lines. We're just going to travel our line from one side of the page to the other. And we'll end up with a series of different kind of lines that are going to be working our way around. So the the first one that we'll start with is really easy. It's a slow, straight line. So just draw a nice, slow and as straight as you can get it right away. From one side to another. From one side to the other, from the left to the right. Brilliant. From A to B. She's done it. She's there. And the next one we're going to do is a wavy line Ooh. so if you just travel your line across the page and just just let your pen be really loose and wavy maybe the waves are quite quite large quite far apart and somewhere else doesn't matter and somewhere and end at the other side of the page so we're just traveling from the left side of the page to the right oh i've gone up i'm, I'm breaking the right i've gone right. up i like it good. i like it it's even better we could do it <laughs> anywhere across the page you like 
the next line, yeah, in fact, let's do that. Travel from one side of any side of the page to any other side of the page, and you're going to draw a line that's going to have a knot in the middle of it. So you're going to oh. draw sort of a scribbly knot in the middle, sort of a scribbly knot. Oh, yeah, okay. <gasps> and then across to the other side. Okay. Uh, the next line we'll draw, and you can you can make this up your yourself. However, you feel this is, you're going to draw a line that's maybe delicate or fragile. Oh. So, if a line was going to be delicate or a fragile line, travelling from one side of your page to the other, what would that look like? Maybe you might hold your pen further towards the end. Maybe really loosen up your hand so you get just a really free line. Oh, do you know what? Mine, mine's broken as well. That's all right. Do I think I if it was delicate, it might break. break. Even. <laughs> but do you know what? That's really fascinating. Oh, there's something in that, isn't there? I'm, I'm now thinking coaching mind on my head. But this is kind of questions when, yeah, go carry yeah, on. This is really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next line, you, you travel from one side of the page to the other and you're going to do a loud, heavy line. Okay. So if a line was loud and heavy, what would that look like? So you're, you're basically using your pen to make noise and to yeah be yeah or to be, physical, yeah, to be heavy almost, yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah definitely and just getting a, I mean I'm using these warm-up activities all the time just to get people holding their pen in a different way you're switching from different ways of holding your pen as well and thinking about drawing just differently and also this is a great one to warm up because it doesn't have to look like anything I think yeah. sometimes if you, you start an art class and often people think they're going to draw something you know they'll go that we'll be drawing a bowl of fruit or we'll be drawing a horse or no none of my workshops are like that we don't have to draw anything we can just warm up and doodle and do lots of different stuff so the next line yeah, yeah okay, I feel like yeah. you can just play with it afterwards um okay so then the next line that you'll do from one side of your page to the other it will be a line that dances across the page so if a line was going to dance or twirl, if it was on the dance floor, how would that line go about traveling from one side of the page to the other? Oh, I've got Strictly in my mind. I've got the, <laughs> the Strictly around. soundtrack playing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to post these on social, Natalie, and compare them <laughs> afterwards when you post this podcast. i have to see how similar they are or how okay, different yeah. they are. <laughs> I will, yeah, I'm going to hold up until this airs and then I yeah, will definitely absolutely. put it up. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. And then let's do the next line. Uh, if it was a line was going to skip across the page, if it was skipping or bouncing across the page, how would that look? This is quite therapeutic. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see how mine compares to yours afterwards. But well, again, that's, that's the funny it's not, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, great. And actually doing this, um, I do this same workshop with adults and with kids, and kids just go mad. They're like, woo, dancing across the page, all over I the place. You know? yeah. And adults are much more tighter and they're much more looking over the shoulder. I used to obviously do it in in corporate settings, you know, around a big table, 20 people and maybe a glass of wine and stuff. And people are constantly looking over each other's shoulder. Have I done it right? Have I done oh mine doesn't look like yours? Yeah. Mine doesn't look like yours. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You know, we're just doing this for the joy of doing it. So it's just. And this is um, an expression of life as well, isn't it? How we perceive life in terms of how we're walking through the comparison to the next person and what they're the doing. Putting it on a bit of paper or letting go. Yeah, letting go and, you know, do a really scribbly one. So you'll like this one. The next one is an energetic line. So if a line was really energetic and it was traveling from one side of the paper to the other, what would it look like? Kids love that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm not sure I've got a lot of paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better, even better. We'll do one last one then on this one. And the, ne the next one we'll do is uh, a curly line. So maybe if it was a big spring, like loads of joined up E's, get that pen really loose, get it like a giant spring going across the page. And it can, the spring coils can get bigger or get smaller as they travel across. And then I always say to people, once they've done that at the end, congratulations, you're an artist. You've created your first piece of modern art. How does it feel? It feels fantastic. <laughs> right, okay, I'm going to show you. And then for everybody else later. Hello. I look love at that. it. <laughs> <laughs> very on, let nice. Let me see now. yours. Very nice. Well, I've oh. done it in a very different way. I've done it quite oh, you've gone across methodical. Back to yes, I've gone okay. across back to back. But that absolutely, I love that you've taken creative reign with that. And I definitely I've gone encourage that. Encourage that in my classroom. So, uh, so yeah, I like that a lot. Should we do one more? Quick one activity? more. Let's please. On, let's yes, come on. Okay, so this time we're just going to, if you get your A4 paper and just fold it in half across the across the okay. middle landscape way. So, um, so, yeah, so you've got two, like you would fold like a birthday card, so you've got like that. Yep. And this is just to give you two sections, and you can open it out again just to give you a space in which you know you're going to work. And we're going to okay. draw two spirals. So we'll start off, I'm presuming you're right-handed, are you? I am right-handed, yep. Right-handed. So we'll start on the right-hand side of the page with our right hand. Okay. And you're just going to draw a spiral. You're going to start from the middle of that, that section of that page and you're going to go clockwise, clockwise in a spiral with my right shape hand. with your right hand. So you start from the middle with a little dot and you're just going to travel it round nice and slowly and just do a spiral until it's maybe as big as the palm of your hand. And you can make your spiral with as many coils in it as you like, big or small. You might go really tight. I'm getting a bit bigger now towards the outside. There we go. And that, I reckon that's about the size of the palm of my hand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're there. We've got now, it. feel how different this feels. Put your hand, put the pen in your left hand. Okay. And you know what's coming. We're going to now I use the left, <laughs> the left side of the paper. And we're going to start from the middle again. And you're going to try and do a mirror, mirror image of that. So it's oh. anti-clockwise. So you're going to start from the middle, dot in the middle, and you're going to go anti-clockwise around the spiral. And, even, you know, you start to realise actually... Oh, my drawing can look a bit weird and it can go a bit wrong. Sometimes the coils tend to cross or they you get a very different spiral this time around. It's, yeah. it's all wonky. Your brain can't quite do it. And it's just, I think it's just really good practice. That's brilliant. Do that all the way around. And then once you've got that to the to sort of same sort of size. And then the the ultimate, and you can give this a go if we've got another minute, um, is to, to get two pens and do them at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's so, do that. So, <laughs> you know, I love how excited you are about. Okay, Sorry. yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> we don't. We don't care about what this podcast sounds <laughs> like. We're just going to draw it's with us. <laughs> Everyone, please just yeah, just draw. This is amazing. Well, look, do you know what? If folks might be walking doing this, or they might be doing something else, but if you're not and you're sat down and you've got the opportunity mm. just to feel a bit creative, I think mm. it's brilliant. Mm only takes pens and paper real simple so so yeah same again start off with dots in the middle and now so your left hand's going anti-clockwise your right hand's going oh. clockwise and you're going to try and do them both at the same time and mirror each other so at the same sort of turn of the coil or turn of the spiral is where the other hand is going and be really free you know try and get them big loops going around and you'll find that the quicker you do it sometimes and even if they go a bit wrong the more kind of lovely these contour lines look so you end up with yes. something maybe that looks a bit squiggly on one side or 
Oh, that's can't wait to, beautiful. Can't wait to see these when you post them on social. Oh, I can't wait have to see people it. Right. sending in your amazing creations. So that's for us. my right hand, and that's okay. my left hand. Great. Together, and then this is oh, sorry. That was independently, and this is together. <laughs> oh, sorry, wow, everyone, you that. can't see this. It's like a frog. <laughs> it does. And the paper Some kept moving, which is yeah. I love yeah. that. I'm te- so just, like, yeah. Again, these are really just simple activities to to get your pens moving and to not not create anything at all um but just to get pens pens going and I've got sort of you know a hundred of these different sorts of things that you can use but it is interesting running like I say running the same thing with kids as you do with adults and the different the different heads I guess hesitation is there with when you run it with adults you know there is a little bit of hesitancy and so when you run it with kids they're just too excited to get and I use so much paper in my class as well right next bit of paper come on hurry up next bit of paper and um yeah they're just excited to make stuff and I think we all are as kids you're so excited to make things and like you know you remember sort of getting a coloring book and being like done done that one give it another coloring book you know and um but adults are much more yeah just a bit more nervous I guess about what they might create wanting to do the right Mm. thing that's really fascinating and also really wonderful to do and I really encourage everyone to to try this (laughs) because it felt quite empowering doing it it was Mm. lovely doing it with you here talking through as well Mm -hmm, but also mm -hmm. I feel a sense of achievement Oh, well, that's lovely. And I'm really lovely. pleased yeah. with that. <laughs> and, and how do your, when you do these workshops, how do people generally feel mm. afterwards as well? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, um, I guess a lots of people do end up share, yeah, sharing their pictures online. So I think there is a sense of pride or just feeling like they've had fun. I think that's, that's number one important. Doesn't matter what you make. Have you enjoyed it? You know, it doesn't yeah. matter if it doesn't matter if you've had a really good laugh. Like one one lady that comes, so I do a session called Drink and Draw. I've been running it in lockdown for <laughs> just for free, just like on a Friday night, having a glass of wine. And, and I've ended up getting sort of 20, 30 people there. And actually lots of people post online afterwards, not because they're really proud of what they've done, but because they were like, that was a laugh. And I've never drawn like that before. I've never even given myself the time with pen and paper to do that. And the, or they'll send me videos of like, you know, everyone doing it together. And it is really lovely, you know, just to think, you know, we just need a bit of entertainment that's more it's not passive you know it's a bit more active entertainment yeah. you know get, get your hands moving and and yeah and do that and I, I definitely miss that doing that in person but it's coming it's, it's coming, coming. I'm <laughs> yeah, really yeah. excited for you yeah I mean it is coming there are lots of things um that you can't replicate on zoom and that you can only do in person so I do kind of a lot of collaborative drawings so you know you start off right you draw a box and then pass it around to the next person you sit in a big group everyone passes their drawing clockwise and then you're drawing on someone else's drawing so by the end and you've when you've passed your drawings around 10 times no one knows whose belongs to whose so you can't feel more proud of one than the other because everyone's kind of shared a drawing and that's that's got a different flavor to it you know team collaboration that's enormously collaborative isn't it yeah yeah or ruining someone's drawing (laughs) and you know start off and draw your best house this is a classic one that I do so I get get people to draw to draw their uh, you know you've got one minute to draw the best drawing that you can do of a hat house into a monster and the next person's got to turn it into a creature and it's just this silly way of getting people to relax and say not don't worry about your drawing because someone's about to ruin it next <laughs> absolutely absolutely fantastic so let's just talk a bit more about so what what are you running at the moment what's going on for you you've got online workshops you're back out yeah. in the world very lots soon. of things yeah back out in the world so i've got a few different bits coming up i'm running a program um we're just waiting on sign off for it for princess trust with one of their get started programs that's for um uh, adults I think between 
18 and 25 who are not in education or employment at the moment. So a confidence building workshop for a week to, to get them to draw, make things, collage, you know, do things together as a team and also do their own bits and bobs. Um, and, and exercises like what we've just done, but based over more of a curriculum structure for the week to get them their confidence up. Um, what else am I up to? I'm doing still a lot of corporate scribing. So I've got meetings booked on Zoom where, you know, there'll be a, a, a team meeting within the room and then I'm scribing it into an illustration or a visual. And you can see a bit more of that on my website. It's kind of hard to explain yeah. that. Um, but it's all the buzzwords and things. You've probably seen them in person, like a live scribe artist. So I do quite a lot of those and probably Fantastic. do about three, three or four of those a week. And then now, excitingly, yeah, I'm taking school bookings for big mural projects with schools. So I've got two of those booked in for June. So that's really good. So that's back to the back to the littlies, back to the kiddos that don't care about where they're dropping the paint. And we'll be painting some big stuff on some boards and, and, uh, and walls at some of their school locations. So that would be really lovely. That's absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to see it. And I'll certainly be following everything that you're doing and, and all oh, the great. bits and you put up online. Wonderful. <laughs> for, for the kind of takeaway for everybody at the end of the show, you know, listening to those great tidbits in terms of how to just get a bit of paper, get a pen and just go for <laughs> it for freedom. Applying that to life, I suppose, and just generally as well. What, how do you advise folk to just kind of let their hair down or seize opportunities to just get out there and do mm. things? Gosh, yeah, that's a really a tough question. Um, I guess it's the, it's all a bit of a balance, isn't it? Saying yes to things and not being afraid to make mistakes, I think, is the big one. Is like I, one simple, I suppose, example of that is uh, with the intro to my workshop. So I say, use a pen. Don't worry about your mistakes because if you use a pencil, you'll be constantly rubbing out the line and thinking, oh, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look quite like this. You'd be rubbing out and trying to correct the line. If you use a big fat sharpie pen and you're, you're heavy handed, then you haven't got to worry about your mistakes. Scribble it out, start a new one. What difference does it make? Because you will make mistakes along the way, I guess. And that's the that's the big thing, isn't it? With, with life, you will say yes to things and, and perhaps you're not quite qualified or you can't quite do it, but learn as you go. You know, I've said yes to a bunch of things. I'm not a video maker, but I've been making videos during lockdown <laughs> for some reason. You know, oh yeah, I'll make you a video of that. I'm sure I could do a time that. So, you know, I'm not a video editor by trade, but I can turn my hand a little bit here and there. So I think... Don't be afraid to say yes or make mistakes and just be a human about it. I guess if you've if it's relating to work or life it, it, and nobody minds if you come a little bit and say, I'm so sorry, I've made a bit of a bit of a clangor here. Can I start again or I'm going to do it and do it differently? I think people are OK with that as long as you're upfront and honest about it. And that's a great metaphor for life. I love that with the pen. Don't use a pencil. Just go for it. Yeah, just use a pen. Who cares? Just use a pen. You're an adult. You're qualified. You can use a pen. I really like that. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Where can everybody find you? So you can find me at my website, JennyLeonardR.com. And I'm JennyLeonardR on all social media handles and stuff. And actually, if you've listened to this and if you've done the doodling activities that we've walked you through today, I'd love to see what you created. Um, so definitely. definitely send those to me and send those to Natalie. I'm sure she'd love to see as well. Tag us in them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. This has been beautiful. Really, really lovely, lovely conversation. And I've been so excited to do this with you as well. So thank you so much for sharing your time so generously and no, great ideas. Absolutely marvellous. Um, thank you so much for joining me, Jenny. Really My appreciate pleasure. it. And thanks everyone for listening. If you have any comments for either Jenny or myself, or you want to share your drawings, please message us and tweet us with the hashtag Life Stories or anything else for that matter. Just tag us in and come and join me next week when I'll be talking with another incredibly inspiring woman. Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Life Stories with me, Natalie Miller-Snell. 
For all information related to my guests, please check the show notes. And if you wish to continue the conversation with us, please hashtag Life Stories on all social channels. If you enjoyed this show, please pop over to seizetheday.simplecast.com where you'll find my other shows. If you're interested to know any more about coaching, please visit me at nmscoaching.co.uk where you'll also find details of the latest workshops I am running. Thank you so much for listening. 